And welcome to WKTY Outdoors. I'm Kevin Millard. Thank you very much for joining me on the program this morning. WKTY Outdoors is brought to you by Tony Ryerson at tryerson.cbrivervalley.com. Get the home or plot of land you've always wanted. And a good morning to you. Hope you're having a, a good morning so far on a uh, what is shaping up to be just a beautiful Saturday. Oh my, what a, a lovely. 48 for the high. This is like March weather, I think. March, late February, somewhere in there. This is nice. I'll uh, I'll take this. I don't know if it's going to make the... It's certainly not making the guys who like snowmobiling very happy. Certainly haven't had a chance to do uh, much of any of that uh, so far this year, unfortunately, but... Hey, there's other outdoor activities that you can enjoy as well, and that's certainly uh, uh, getting out and dropping a line through the ice and getting out there doing some fishing. That's always, uh, oh, I tell you what, it's going to be a beautiful weekend for that. Man, I mean, sunny and 48, just gorgeous weather here. And everything is looking pretty good as far as uh, conditions go anyway. So uh, River Stage... I don't know why they keep jacking this around. It, it's you know, at seven point three feet this morning here in Lacrosse. I don't know why it's, but usually it stabilizes during the winter time. But no, we gotta mess with it a little bit apparently. So that'll uh, you know kind of move the fish around a little bit as well. And and just the reports I'm getting. I talked to the folks up at Fat Cat this morning here and, and uh, bait in in, in Trempolo and. Yeah, it's just, it's kind of a mixed bag, if you will. And, you know, looking at the the river stage here, I can kind of, you know, cause, and the weather's been kind of goofy as well, you know? I mean, we get this prolonged sort of warm spell, and it'll get back to kind of more normal temperatures, I think, next week. But, uh, um, yeah, it's just been kind of... Kind of a strange last couple. I, like I said, I'm not. Uh, I'm not going to complain about it. It's. Uh, it's been. It's been nice. When I'm. I'm definitely not a fan of those sub-zero uh, days and nights. That's just. That's just no fun at all. I don't. You know. It's in the twenties or thirty. I mean, it's twenty-nine right now. It's. It's not bad out there. You know, forty-eight is going to just seem downright warm. My grandnephew, who wears shorts practically year-round, will be loving it. <laughs> ah, yeah, it's uh, <sighs> some people. But anyway, I've never quite understood that, but hey, whatever. Um, but yeah, you know, as far as the, the fishing goes, it's it's starting to pick up again. Um, and I probably would get out, if you're going to do it today, it's probably not the, or probably today, I should say, is probably the day to, to get out there and, and do it. Because, um, you know, we'll get that, I, you know, 
to get that front starting to move through tomorrow and um, get the clouds rolling in. So I'm thinking that'll just kind of, and then Sunday night into Monday, it'll kind of be rainy and eh. you'll get nice later on, you know, later in the week, it'll kind of stabilize, so to speak. But, um, but yeah, today might, I, today's probably the better of the two days to maybe get out there and do a little fishing. And I'm sure it's, uh, going to be packed I even on the way in this morning and I mean coming down South Avenue I, actually it was kind of the best of both worlds <laughs> some guy was uh hauling a boat which yeah I think you can still get out there and do a little uh river fishing or at least it will get you to where you need to go to to go do some ice fishing anyway that might not be able to normally get to but so there was that, and then there was a guy with a flatbed truck, and man, he had a big old, uh, he had the big sled ready to go and ready to haul that out on the ice. And had the, you know, it was a portable shanty or whatever, but yeah, I mean, it was all set and ready to go. And I'm sure they're uh, both on their way to heading out and catching a few. Catching a few fish, and as far as the the you know what people are catching, you know it's still kind of a, a mixed bag. Um, you know, some places the, the crappie bites okay. Uh, some places it's more perch, more bluegills. It just kind of depends on uh, on on where you go. Um, the northern bite has been pretty consistent though, uh, regardless of where you go. So if you like, you, you know, you go up to Trempeleau, or if you go to uh, um, Lake on Alaska. Um, tip-ups, you know, in a shiner, uh, rosy red, something like that, uh, on the end of the line there. Yeah. You probably do okay with, uh, with Northerns. I'm assuming down, I, I haven't got, I wasn't able to get a report really kind of to the South here, you know, down by Stoddard and, uh, that neck of the woods, Brownsville and places like that. But, uh, um, I would assume that, that those areas are probably going to be seeing the same kind of activity as far as the, uh, as far as the Northerns go, um, but yeah, uh, you know, and the big thing is, uh, you know, talking to the folks over at Fat Cat was that um, it's been really, the fish have been really picky as far as uh, um, colors go. And, and I'm going to talk a little bit about that a little later on in the program here. Um, I said one guy came in uh, yesterday and was saying he, he ended up using like 10 different colors before he finally landed on the one that that uh was working for him yesterday and that was pink day before it was purple so you know and and I've I've talked about this on the the show before but, you know um about making sure that you've got plenty of different colors with you when you go out cuz yeah you know you just and I think you can kind of make a case that there are times when it it isn't necessarily uh that critical if the fish are really in a positive feeding mode I don't know if it matters what jig is there as long as you're putting some bait in front of them. It's what's on the other end of it, not the the jig head color. It's, you know, what's on the, you know, what they're smelling and, and seeing on the end of the line or end of the, the hook there, so to speak. Um, but then again, you get into these times where, uh, you know, color just is, they just go really goofy for specific colors or won't do anything, you know, so, it's, yeah, it's kind of crazy. 
sometimes. But hey, you know you you know, and you can do well once you, you once you find that color. You're uh, you're good to go. So again, you know, I mean, it's it's again it goes back to the importance of, of making sure, um, and that's certainly one of the nice things about uh, um, having the uh, you know with ice fishing gear, you can have a whole lot of tackle and doesn't take up much more than what you can hold in your hand. I mean, it, it's you know, nice and small this time of year. That's cool. So, uh, and if, uh, you know, you are headed out, gosh, by all means, uh, definitely be safe. It was, uh, during my chat there, it was like, and I didn't, I hadn't heard this, but he said some kid fell through the ice up by uh, Third Lake, uh, but he was, apparently had wandered a little too close to uh, some open water there, but Everything was good, so that's fortunate anyway. But uh, uh, for the most part, uh, seeing about six to eight inches of ice out there, which which is pretty good. Um, you know, we've we've you know we're gonna have forty eight today, thirty seven tomorrow, forty three on Monday. Um, you know, it, it fortunately, you know, we had that really good cold snap right at the beginning of the season that just made that really solid a solid ice and i i mean that just that base is still is still there um and you know we are getting nights below zero so or i should say uh below freezing pardon me um and we'll get a few more of those next week so that'll you know keep things from deteriorating too much but yeah six to eight inches uh that's you know plenty good to wander out that way and still be safe but yeah you know just uh just make sure that you know you're you're following the right uh, the right paths and you know i talk about sometimes too where you know you get away from folks to you know to find the fish and <clears throat> there are times too where you know it's kind of nice to you know follow the the same path anyway that you hope things are you don't want to be a trailblazer sometimes, <laughs> but yeah, just be safe if you're if you're headed out. I mean, it's just going to be a beautiful day out there, and and going to be <clears throat> wonderful time to get out there and do some fishing, regardless of where you go. Um, can't really put you on a, a specific uh, a specific hot spot. Um, like I said, you know, maybe Lake Onalaska for Northerns. Um, you want to do some pan fishing if you're up up to the north, up near you know. Trempolo, you know, any one of the, you know, Round Lake, Long Lake, Third Lake, uh, any of those, uh, I, I think you'll do uh, good with uh, with pan fishing. Um, and like I said, I didn't get a report down by Stoddard or Brownsville or whatever, but uh, I can't imagine that it's too much different from that. But again, you know, just be prepared for uh, um, maybe a little tougher conditions than than normal and just be prepared before you head out with plenty of different colors and uh, maybe even, you know, you know, a few different baits, you know, maybe just some, you know, some leeches or some waxies and uh, minnows, you know, just make sure you're kind of covered across the board there. Cause yeah, sometimes, you know, like I said, these, these sometimes they just get in the fish, just get in that frame of mind and, Makes it 
makes it tough. So, but anyhow, going to take a break and come back in just a couple of moments with more of WKTY Outdoors here on WKTY 96.7 FM, 580 AM. It's 8.21. City life, you're in the thick of it. Neighbors can be friendly, but you prefer them further away. You're looking for something more quiet, more relaxing, room to stretch out, absorbing the vibrant colors of all four seasons. Talk to Tony Ryerson from Coldwell Banker River Valley Realtors. Land for hunting, farming, or that perfect country home you imagine every time you hear your neighbors. Whatever you're looking for, Tony can seek it out. Get the plot of land you've always wanted and can finally afford. Contact Tony at tryerson.cbrivervalley.com. You may want to wear your hip waders. It gets pretty deep at Ace of Lacrosse. If you're an ice fisherman, stop in and visit with the experts. They carry your favorite brands like Eagle Claw, Hummingbird, Striker, Beaver Dam tip-ups, and more. Serious sportsmen and women know that quality products and knowledgeable advice can be found in Sportsland, the all-sports department at Ace. And who knows, they may even share their favorite fishing spot. Or maybe not. Ace Hardware, the official hardware store of the Wisconsin Badgers. I'm Kevin Kugler with This Week in the NCAA on Westwood One. Now that the holidays are behind us, college football fans can focus on the one remaining Division I FBS game, the college football playoff title game. Some have criticized the matchup of number 1 Alabama and number 2 Clemson, given that they've met for the title three of the past four years, but few would argue that they're not the two best teams in the country. After all, both are undefeated at 14-0, and both are coming off impressive semifinal wins. Alabama, who knocked out Oklahoma with a 45 to 34 Orange Bowl win will be looking for their sixth title in 10 years. But head coach Nick Saban says he and his staff don't look at it that way. I thank these guys all the time for the great hard work that they do, the way they represent the university, uh, themselves, their family. I'm really proud of them for that. But every thank you has an IOU, and I owe you them my very best. And so do all of our coaches, and that's how we kind of approach it. And I really think too much about what's happened in the past, um, just the challenges of, you know, be where your feet are and what's happening right now. We'll hear from Clemson's head coach when we return on This Week in the NCAA. The final college football game of the season is coming up on Monday night at Levi's Stadium in Santa Clara, California. The reigning champion Alabama Crimson Tide will take on the Clemson Tigers, who have appeared in the championship game three of the past four years, winning the title two years ago. They enter the final game thanks to a dominating 30-3 semifinal win over Notre Dame in the Cotton Bowl Classic. Head coach Dabo Sweeney says their focus is on the game itself, not what's at stake. Our daily structure prepares us for this moment. You know, I always tell them we're built for this by how we train from January to, to this point. It doesn't start in August. It's everything is a part of that. That's this week in the NCAA. I'm Kevin Kugler on Westwood One. WKTY, it is 825, and you're listening to WKTY Outdoors on KTY. 
96.7 FM, 580 AM. And today's show is brought to you by Tony Ryerson at tryerson.cbrivervalley.com. Get the home or plot of land you've always wanted. And before we hop back into the chat of fishing here, it's the catch and release opener in Wisconsin, by the way, today. Ooh, talk about that in a moment here. But uh, uh, quick check of the sports calendar here. Lots of football. We got lots of football this weekend. And lots of good games, too. Um, we've got uh, the wild card games uh, starting at 3 o'clock this afternoon. Uh, next In the roughly 6.45 or so. Um, so we've got those for you this afternoon, uh, on our, and because of the game, the football games anyway, uh, we've got, uh, Bucks basketball. We move that over to our sister station, uh, 1410 WIZM, uh, 92.3 FM as well. Um, so if you want to catch the the Bucks Raptors game, who are these guys? Wow. What was it? What did they put up 144 on the Hawks last night? My goodness. But, yeah, they're taking on the Raptors this evening here. Uh, again, uh, on our sister station, WIZM, 1410 AM, 92.3 FM. And then on Sunday, uh, a couple more wild card games for you, uh, starting at 1130 uh, with the first one, and then uh, the late game, uh, and, uh, starting around eh, 315 or so. And then the Bucks are back in action Monday evening as they take on the Utah Jazz. Uh, that game is at 730 or I'm sorry, 6.30, uh, again, here on WKTY. So, some great Bucks basketball, some good football this weekend. Before it, some good games. I had to sit through the, uh, well, we won't talk about how the uh, <coughs> other NFC teams fared uh, last week, but, ugh. Let's just say ugly. <laughs> that's, that's putting it mildly. Let's talk about something a little more positive and a little bit more upbeat. Beat. Uh, it's uh, Wisconsin's catch and release opener is uh, this weekend. Starts up. How about that? There we go. Want to do a little trout fishing? Wow. What a day for an opener. You know? I mean, absolutely beautiful. And uh, just uh, was... Checking in on the the website here for the Driftless Angler just to kind of see what the report is like. Um, you know, it's going to be, I'm guessing it's probably pretty good this morning here. And once things warm up a little bit, um, the snow melt will kind of cool things off a little bit, cools the streams down a little bit. Although I don't know how much snow there really is going to be to melt, but uh, um, Make sure you take a, uh, if you've got a, st- a thermometer with you for uh, for checking the, the temperature of the streams, yeah, check that out as well. Um, but yeah, just, it's going to be a, a good day. Make sure, uh, you know, practice a little stealth as well, because, you know, you're going to be silhouetted against that big blue sky, and you're going to look a little funky to the fish there. But uh, and they'll be you know skittish as always I'm sure but uh, looks like uh, report I'm seeing anyway is that you know there were some midge hatches and emerging stone flies, um, so you know those are the kind of patterns that you're you're thinking about uh, some small nymph patterns maybe a, a leech 
pattern is what uh, Matt and the folks are suggesting. And uh, if you want to uh, try that as well, nothing like a good, you know, leech pattern to draw in a good bite there. Ah, that's going to be fun. And, and I'm sure the uh, streams are going to be packed today. If I were a, a trout fisherman, man, I'd be loving this. You know, you don't have to. Hard enough fighting the fish sometimes, you know, fighting to find the fish and, and get the fish and everything, and then have to deal with the weather on top of that. So when you get one one day like this, it's uh, going to be good. Hopefully, I, I'm guessing there are probably a lot of I'm guessing a little later on in the day it's going to be uh, a little tougher as the, uh, like I said, as, it, as the snow melts and the uh, water warms up a little bit, a little shut down the fishing a little bit. But So, yeah, hopefully uh, you're out there now and enjoying that and getting the opportunity to uh, bring in some early season trout here. Mm. Fun stuff. Fun stuff. It's all uh, It's all good. Like I said, I'm in, I'm enjoying the weather. Like it, it, the older I get, the worse this cold affects me. But that's just uh, that's just me. Well, I'll so I'll I'll take this. But it could be worse. It could you know we could be dealing with sub-zero temperatures and double-digit wind chill, below zero wind chills. Yeah, so this we'll uh, we'll take that. There's uh, there's nothing wrong with that. Anyhow, let's uh, let's get to uh, talking a little bit about um, fishing here. And and during the fishing report, like I was saying earlier, uh, having a hard time figuring out what exactly what was the best color to use. And you just got to go through the whole box sometimes to to figure everything out. And so um, I talk a little bit about color and light and and how that you know, plays an important role in, in lure selection here. Uh, not just, you know, well, any time of the year, really. Um, but uh, it seems like, you know, especially now with, with ice fishing season, um, you know, it, light especially, especially light penetration is, uh, is I think, a little bit more critical than um, during the open water season anyway. Um and, and, you know, as I've talked about on the, the show in the past, you know, most, you know, or fish see differently than, or, you know, some fish see differently than other fish do. Some are nearsighted and can only see, you know, short distances. Um, you know, as far as species goes, you know, each one has their, their own characteristics. Walleyes see different than bluegills and trout, uh, you know, see different from crappies. And, you know, it just, it depends on the particular species that you're, uh, you're going for. In fact, um, according to some studies, you know, some fish can see like 24 different shades of color. And, you know, we have some similarities with fish anyway. You know, they've got rods and cones in their eyes, the rods for black and white contrast and the cones for colors. Um, primary, and like I said, depending on the species, some have more than others. Walleyes, for instance, uh, are primarily a uh, a low light or nighttime feeder. They've got more rod cells that they can use at those times. Um, 
know, fish can pick up contrasting objects and movements very well. Uh, say a lightly colored lure moving through the water against a dark background of water. Um, you know, and since they have their eyes on either side of the head, the problem they have is they can't judge depth and distance very well. Um, whereas for us, it's a lot easier to do that because our eyes are positioned a little bit differently. Um, we also can wear glasses, but that's a different, <laughs> different topic altogether. Uh, it's hard for a fish to keep them on. Uh, but anyway, the one advantage that fish do have over people is that they have uh, excellent peripheral vision, which makes sense, of course, uh, meaning they can see objects beside and even slightly behind them. Um, you know, And if you've ever spooked a fish, and I'm sure there'll be a few spooked on some of those streams today anyway, uh, you know that their uh, their peripheral vision is, is very, very good. Um, so that's why it's it's important, you know, when you're trout fishing, anytime really, uh, to just move slowly and and stay low and and you know, as you're approaching those uh, those stream banks there. Fortunately, this time, you know, at this point anyway, there isn't a, a ton of snow out there. I would think, and you know, be a little easier to trudge through the snow anyway. So that's one advantage, anyhow. But before I, I talking about more specific or about specific fish more, I'd like to take a moment and talk about how li- you know light and uh, and how water affects color. When and this goes back to kind of your IPS class uh, back in the day, um, you know when light hits the water, its energy is absorbed as it penetrates into the depths and ultimately fades to black. Uh, Red is the first color to fade out, followed by the the rest of the spectrum. Oranges, yellows, greens, blues, indigos, and violets. Red's gone by about 20 feet. Uh, Orange down to about 40, followed by yellow at 70. Uh, Green and blue remain visible as far as, you know, the light penetrates the water. You know, of course, there are other factors that play a part in, uh, in terms of how color is absorbed into the water, so to speak. You know, obviously, you know, water clarity and <clears throat> the actual amount of light is, is for example, um, which makes sense. Light will penetrate deeper on sunny days than cloudy ones. Um, kind of duh, but you know what I mean. Uh, you know, t- so today there's going to be great light penetration with the uh, uh, with a lot of clear skies and a lot of sunshine. Few clouds here and there, but you know, I mean, it's 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 going to be a uh, uh, a very good day for the light to penetrate down in the and there isn't a lot of the other thing too you know there isn't a lot of uh, uh snow cover as well um that has been minimized or i should say there's minimal snow cover i would think uh on on parts of the water anyhow so you've got that uh, you've got that as well you know but anyhow in low light conditions white or silver is is much more visible to the fish than uh, blue or green, which you know, might tend to fade into the background of the water, uh, so to speak. You know, and as the the light fades in the evening, fish really can't see colors. It's all shades of black and white or gray. Excuse me. <clears throat> but, uh, so, you know, selecting a black lure or other dark color, like a purple or a blue um, or a dark blue, 
um, you know, means the fish can still see the outline of the lure from underneath, um, as contrasted, you know, with the surface. Um, you know, they can look up and they can see that contrast, um, against the sky anyway that's what they're that's what they're seeing um you know even during the day if you've got a dark light lure rather than run the dark on the top you know run it down uh to highlight the contrast of the surface uh you know for the fish down below so that's another option as well if you can do that with that with that particular lure so now that that little bit of science is out of the way Let's start out with uh, talking about uh, a great fish to catch during the uh, hard water season here, and that's uh, that's the walleye. You know, and, and I've I've mentioned here too that you know they're a low light or no light fish, but you know what do they see? Uh, according to a study done at the uh, University of Minnesota, uh, walleyes can see a broad spectrum of colors, but are partial to reds, oranges, and greens. Um, the color blue as well as violet probably look darker and less bright to them, although they can still see it, uh, see those colors. Um, so this color preference might explain how colors like you know fire tri- fire tiger, uh, that pattern, um, you know chartreuse are, you know good colors to to start out with. Orange as well, um, you know, those are, are good colors and color combinations that. Uh, might want to think about when you know you're searching for fish. Um, you know, they can fool the fish into thinking it might be a small perch. Plus, the colors hold up well down in the depths. Um, you know, when there's days like you know that we'll get tomorrow, where you know there's a few clouds in the sky or it's cloudy, the light penetration isn't going to be all that much. But uh, um, they'll still be able to see some of those colors. You know, a slightly uh, Especially as the the water gets, you know, if they're in deeper water anyway. Um, A slightly different choice could be, you know, pinks, blacks, whites, blues, and purples for fish that, you know, aren't that active. Um, I mentioned in the fishing report, purple was working (laughs) the other day. Might not today, but, you know, it's it's again another color to have in the arsenal there. Um, But, yeah, it will work around here. Um, you know, contrast uh, is also another option to think about, you know, such as silver or gold, uh, either one mixed in with black, um, provides a bright color plus that dark contrast that, uh, makes that lure stand out. Um, again, think brighter colors if the water is, is stained, if there's, you know, a little turbidity in the water, you know, if it's a little muddy and, and we certainly might see that here if we, you know, get a little snow melt and a little runoff, uh, that might, uh, that might darken the water up a little bit. I don't know how much, but you know, excuse me here, <clears throat> got a tickle in my throat. Pardon me. Um, but yeah. And you know, as well, so what I've said here anyway, kind of covers walleyes. And I think that would pretty much, you know, obviously sauger are different fish, but they're close enough to, uh, I think, uh, that you could, that would hold true for Sauger as well. Um, and then the, uh, the big one anyway, uh, no, 
it's interesting to, to think about this as well. Muskies as well. Uh, they have the same, and you know, when the season, the muskie season is, is going, um, you know, like walleyes, they can see color and have much the same color vision uh, on the red to green part of the spectrum. Muskies lack the, the cone cells that pick up the blue to violet part of the light spectrum. You would think they would be able to develop, you know, a broader range of colors to, you know, since they're sort of at the top of the food chain when it comes to fish, you know, freshwater fish. But, but yeah, anyhow, studies show that those colors are mostly uh, uh, various shades of, of gray to them, that blue to violet. Uh, so anything from red, orange, yellow, and greens, uh, and all the shades in between should be part of the lures you use, which is why I think you see a lot of, you know, like the the red bucktail um, dressed hooks, um, you know, just a lot of bright, brighter colors. Anyway, um, although you know, I, I you know, I do have some lures that that are pretty dark, you know, black and and a dark green, um, and again, it goes back to that that contrast thing as well. Um, like the walleye sauger connection, the same color choices work with muskies and northern pike too. Um, one last point about muskies anyway. Unlike other fish, um, muskies do have a range of vision that allows for stereoscopic vision, which is what we have. Um, they also have excellent peripheral vision, um, certainly more so than us. Anyhow, to uh, wrap this up, anyhow, um, the color red and that end of the spectrum are what bass seem to prefer, uh, extending down into the greens like you know the other fish I've discussed. Trout, as I mentioned earlier, uh, have excellent vision for picking out contrasts and movements in and around the water. Uh, their best color is in the blue range of the spectrum. Um, past studies have shown that, that some species of trout can differentiate between shades of blue. Uh, then comes in you know red, black, orange, brown, yellow, and green. Uh, more colors that you would find in nature, so to speak, because um, their their food sources are much more natural. Is not quite the right word I'm I'm looking for, but you kind of get the idea. The, you know, it's not like a lake where you know you've got this big body of water. You've got streams and things like that. So uh, they're eating bugs and you know worms and crickets and things like that. Uh, but anyhow, to uh, to kind of wrap this up anyhow, uh, while color is an important part of the equation when planning a fishing outing, it, it's, you know, it's not the only thing to consider. You know, fish certainly use their other senses, uh, hearing with their lateral lines, smell, taste, um, and then as I've kind of talked around today anyway, you know, there's other factors to consider like weather, uh, whether it's you know, cloudy or sunny like it's going to be today, uh, fronts moving in, uh, that kind of thing too. Um, and certainly, I, I mentioned this a moment ago, you know, clarity of the water does play a role too in determining uh, whether you should be using a, a bright color in stained or dark water or, you know, using contrast to highlight a lure uh, to a fish looking up from underneath. Some things to consider here is uh, get ready to maybe uh, head on out and enjoy a little uh, enjoy a little fishing here. Uh, it is 8:45. We'll take a break and come back in just a couple of moments. 
with more of WKTY Outdoors here on WKTY 96.7 FM, 5.80 AM. Start the new year with big savings at Menards. Protect your family and home with Kidda Home Safety Products. Get a general-use fire extinguisher for only $14.99. Or get a battery-powered smoke alarm with a 10-year sealed-in battery. It's on sale for just $14.79. Find these and other great deals through January 5th during Menards' New Year's Sale. Save big money at Menards. Susan has had 35 oil changes on her vehicle, all from Clayson Buick GMC. Now, that says a couple of things. One, Susan's a stickler for maintenance. And two, Clayson always lives up to her expectations because they're one of only 300 GM service elite dealers in the entire country. Customers love Clayson. You'll love them, too. Experience the difference at ClaysonBuickGMC.com. I'm Tom. At the end of the day, we really like our customers. We're kind of weird that way. Hamilton was adopted from a rescue in 2008. He really likes to be around people. I get out my mat and I'm doing a downward dog and he's underneath. He's quite the pug about town. He gets invited to a lot of parties. He knows he's a pretty big deal. Look at this little face. How could you not love him? Hamilton the pug, Instagram star and shelter pet. Amazing adoption stories start in shelters. Visit theshelterpetproject.org to find a pet near you. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States and the Ad Council. WKTY 96.7 FM 580 AM. Welcome back to WKTY Outdoors. Brought to you by Tony Ryerson at tryerson.cbrivervalley.com. Get the home or plot of land you've always wanted. It's uh, 8.47 and I hope you're having a good morning here. I'm certainly enjoying the... That's the weekend. Come on. Yeah, I got to work here, but uh, not all day and Enjoy a little football a little later on and get outside for a while and thinking about heading down to checking things out at, down by Goose Island, seeing how the fishing is down there. So looking forward to uh, spending a day uh, recreating and running a few errands and that just, I, I hope you're able to do that as well. I hope you're able to enjoy a little, uh, a little downtime, a little relaxation time, and get out and enjoy the uh, uh, what's what's shaping up to be a beautiful, beautiful day. So, anyhow, uh, some other uh, news from the uh, world of outdoors. As uh, we all know, there is the, of course, the government shutdown, uh, and the National Wildlife Refuge System is closed due to the uh, due to that, uh, and that includes. Um, the Upper Mississippi National Wildlife and Fish Refuge in the La Crosse area as well. Uh, most of the staff here in the area is furloughed. Um, uh, this time it's not, I know in the past it's been kind of restrictive anyway. Um, this one isn't as bad. Um, if you remember, well, it wasn't all that, I mean, it wasn't all that many. October 2013, uh, boat landings and trails. Uh, we're all closed this time. 
they uh, they are open for use, just not managed. So, but uh, like I said, most of the staff is furloughed, uh, with some exceptions like law enforcement and some maintenance workers. The uh, visitor center on Bryce Prairie is closed until further notice, um, and certainly. Uh, if you're going to be headed out into the refuge, you know, keep that in mind and just be safe. Regardless of what, <laughs> do that regardless of whether that there's a shutdown or not. So, anyhow, uh, shifting to the uh, over to Minnesota, uh, the Minnesota DNR is offering some additional late season deer hunts in uh, southeastern Minnesota. Uh, following the discovery of CWD and a deer uh, taken in Houston County. Uh, residents and non-residents can participate in hunts uh, from Friday, January 25th through the 27th, uh, and then uh, the following weekend as well, February 1st through uh, February 3rd, uh, in Deer Permit Area 346. Uh, the DNR will then collect samples from deer shot during those two special hunts, to uh, help determine the extent of disease in that area. Um, anyone who uh, goes hunting anyhow uh, must bring all deer to a DNR staff check station to be tested for uh, CWD. So uh, keep that uh, keep that in mind. But, yeah, and uh, the special you know, hunt anyway encompasses both the spot where a, a hunter harvested a CWD-positive wild deer and the uh, farmed uh, deer farm anyway in Winona County, about nine miles away, where deer tested positive for CWD in 2017. And to collect uh, samples around the positive deer, the DNR will issue landowner shooting or deer shooting permits to individuals within two miles of that location. Uh, the Houston County CWD-positive deer, an adult male, was taken during the open opening weekend of the, uh, the 2018 3B firearms deer season. Um, and then uh, Tess later confirmed what uh, people thought. So, uh, And other things uh, along those lines as well, um, the DNR is going to be planning a meeting um, along with the Minnesota Board of Animal Health, uh, which regulates farm deer and elk, uh, but they're having a CWD public information meeting uh, coming up on January the 15th from 7 to 8.30 p.m. in the Tau Center Rotunda at Winona State University uh, up in Winona. And uh, seating capacity is uh, limited to 250. Uh, the Bluffland Whitetails Association does plan to stream the event on its Facebook page. So uh, if you're not able to uh, get there or... For whatever reason, anyway, you can uh, catch it online as well. But uh, at the meeting, anyway, on the 15th, uh, DNR officials are going to be talking about their management response to CWD found in farm deer in Winona County and a wild deer, that, that Houston County deer as well. And then the folks from the Board of Animal Health uh, will talk about... Uh, State statutes and rules regarding farm deer review key aspects of the uh, farmed uh, survey day program and give a brief summary of Minnesota's CWD positive farmed deer herd since 2002. And of course, folks will be able to uh, 
that that show up will be able to ask questions of uh, representatives from both agencies as well. So again, that's coming up on Tuesday, January fifteenth, seven o'clock, uh, at the Tau Center Rotunda at Winona State University uh, up in Winona. So, and take a break and come back to wrap up WKTY Outdoors in just a moment here on WKTY 96.7 FM, 5.80 AM. It's 8.53. Looking at sunshine and 29 in La Crosse, headed for a high of 48 later on today. Everybody needs space. Your ideas need space. Space to grow, to go from a concept you have to a thriving business. Tony Ryerson from Coldwell Banker River Valley Realtors can help you find that space. Right now, he can help you get into leasing a 4,800-square-foot heated warehouse with offices in La Crosse. The right amount of room to fulfill your dream of your own business. Whatever you're looking for, Tony can seek it out. Get the location you've always wanted and can finally afford. Contact Tony at tryerson.cbrivervalley.com. Dear John, I'm leaving. Uncontrolled high blood pressure is serious, and I can quit whenever I want. Why can't we get back to when you checked on me? I don't want to leave. But remember, when I quit, you quit. Sincerely, your heart. Listen to your heart. Don't let it quit on you. High blood pressure can lead to a stroke, heart attack, or death. Get yours to a healthy range today. Find out how at heart.org slash blood pressure. A message from the American Heart Association, the American Stroke Association, and the Ad Council. She tossed the keys on the kitchen table and sank down on the couch in satisfaction. A sip of wine, and Amanda knew she had a good day. She used her noodle and helped a small business grow, a small business run by a small family with small kids that can go to college one day. That's what Amanda had a hand in, and with a quiet smile on her face, she knows she gets to do that all over again tomorrow. There's something kind of cool about a job where you get to do that. Instead of running around with a briefcase selling people things they don't need, Amanda gets to help small businesses be better businesses, successful businesses. If that itch to help is in you, you might be the next Amanda, the next person we choose to bring on in our sales and marketing department at Midwest Family Broadcasting. Email Teresa Tim and tell her all about yourself. Teresa T at MWFbroadcasting.com. Midwest Family Broadcasting. We're an equal opportunity employer. Join WKTY in showing support for outstanding student-athletes in the Cooley region. Each year, the WKTY Sportscaster Club provides college scholarships to eight area high school seniors who excel on and off the field. We have now given away a total of $100,000 in college scholarships to deserving athletes. You can show your support by doing business with our Sportscaster Club members, including... Advanced Plumbing Systems, Ultra Federal Credit Union, Audio Video Pros, Bagnesky Heating and Air Conditioning, Bluffside Tavern, Garrick Olerud, Designing Jewelers, Firefighters Credit Union, Blossom Funeral Home, Washaw Chiropractic Clinic, Pratt Lumber, Mr. Electric, River Bank, Schneider Heating and Air Conditioning, Schumacher Kish Funeral Home, Toscoot and Temp, Vernon Communications, ABC Auto Body, Wafer, and Western Technical College. The WKTY Sportscaster Club, honoring outstanding student-athletes in the Cooley region. WKTY 
WKTY 96.7 FM, 5.80 AM. Welcome back to WKTY Outdoors. I'm Kevin Millard. Appreciate you being here this morning. Thank you very much. WKTY Outdoors is brought to you by Tony Ryerson at tryerson.cbrivervalley.com. Get the home or plot of land you've always wanted. All right. Got a couple minutes uh, left to go in the program here. Uh, and uh, was able to dig down, uh, dig through and find a, a couple of uh, little fishing report anyway. Far, uh, talked about up to the north, there's the Trumpelow on Alaska and, and that neck of the woods. A little further down south anyway, um, it, kind of the same way. It's it, it, The fishing is fair. It's starting to pick up maybe a little bit. Um, again, depends on what you're, uh, what you're going for this weekend. Um, walleye and sauger, um, jigging spoons, um, hair jigs tipped with a minnow. Um, guys are catching them down, uh, down in Genoa, down that way, uh, down Linksville way, that way. Um, I think there might even, you know, like it, <laughs> there's still some open water out there. So I'm sure there's a, some diehard boaters out there. Um, the northerns, anyway, tip-ups on the in the backwater areas, um, just using shiners and that kind of thing. You can do that uh, all day long. Uh, the panfish, it's like a, like I mentioned, it's kind of a mixed bag. Um, if you can catch them, you're going to end up sorting through a lot of them there, uh, especially like the the crappies and bluegills. Uh, a lot of smaller ones out there, but you know. A few decent perch are being caught uh, in some of the backwater lakes and, and areas. So if you can get back, the, the big thing is uh, is getting back there. Most, from the reports I'm seeing anyway, most backwater areas have about six, seven inches of ice um, just to make sure that you're staying away from currented areas. And um, that's, that's going to be kind of the big thing there that want to. Avoid those areas, uh, especially when, you know, you get in those backwaters. Um, there are some currented areas, and there's some springs, and you just want to be safe. Anyhow, that's uh, the program for this Saturday. Appreciate you being here. Thank you very much for joining me on the show today, and we'll do it again next Saturday with another edition of WKTY Outdoors. So until then, get out, enjoy the outdoors, and if you get the opportunity... Take the kids along as well. Teach them the joys of the outdoors as well. We'll see you next Saturday on WKTY Outdoors. Wisconsin Sports Leader. Touchdown! WKTY Lacrosse, 96.7 FM, 580 AM.